This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. I've never had an Orange Julius. I've had a million opportunities to have an Orange Julius, but I've never, never taken them. One of these days, one, who am I kidding? I'm never going to drink an Orange Julius. This is Being Awesome, podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. I don't know what my deal is. There's like literally a place I can get Orange Julius less than a mile away. Now, this week in Awesome. Guys, Joe Lana is like two months away. And being that Joe Lana is two months away, that means Botlanta, the Transformers track at Joe Lanta, is two months away. You know, we've been working really hard trying to make this a great, great event. Hopefully we'll get to do it every year. Um, just kind of coming up with some awesome panels. Just trying to maximize the space. I'm really excited for it. Derek Yaniger is going to be there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Derek Yaniger is the artist, or is the main art, one of the artists, and he did most of the covers and stuff for uh, Transformers Generation 2, the Marvel comic. Look, it's just a coincidence. That's my favorite comic when it comes to Transformers. But he's actually uh, an Atlanta native. So he's local to the con, and we were able to work out something. So he'll be there Saturday. We're going to have a panel with him. And he's going to be hanging around all day uh, selling his art and doing autographs and stuff. He'll have a table. And if you need guys to see his art, like, his comic art is just kind of like the beginning of it. He does a lot of cool tiki and retro type art, and it's just really cool. Like, really good stuff. He's a great guy. He's really cool. And I'm really, I'm really happy to have him there. I, I'm really excited and trying my best not to fanboy out over having Derek Yanniger there. It's too cool for school. Um, our pal, uh, Steve, crazy Steve, evil King Macronius, he'll be there. Uh, if, if you don't know, now you know. He runs the Roboplastic Apocalypse, one of the coolest uh, blogs on the internet, cooler than Zone Base by far. And he's the guy who, when someone says, hey, Who's that guy that has all those cool, cool vintage toy ads? Well, that's him. And he's going to be running some panels there, you know, giving presentations with them. That's going to be super cool. I can't wait for that. You know, we got a lot planned. And while we work and we keep working up more ways to do things. And I'm really excited for it. One cool thing about Joanna is the dealer room. The dealer room's like the entire, entire con basically because everywhere you walk there's somebody selling something and you know it's there's joe there's transformers there's power rangers there's kaiju there's he-mans there's a you name a toy it's there you know and it's like each year i'm kind of like what am i going to find and um what am i going to find this year there's always some really cool stuff some of the out of the way stuff in a 2015 I found an overlord for a dollar. Calm down. Not the Transformers overlord. Blackstar's overlord. The villain from Blackstar. Which was a filmation cartoon that came out before He-Man. And then uh, when He-Man became a hit, 
they brought it back out and had a toy line and stuff. And I always loved it as a kid. I had quite a bit of the toys. And Overlord is the, is the main villain. And you know, I never had one. And I found one. <laughs> I got Overlord for a dollar. And you always have to go, not that dude. Another dude. The OG Overlord. And he's just got, you've seen his art. You know, you've seen his art whenever you, uh, on Facebook or whatever, when someone posts on those 80s cartoon collages. Half the time he's on there. You know, you'll see him in there. He's like, he's this blue-skinned warrior. And he's got like a cape and a little red outfit. He's got this hat with points on it. And just a cool design. I always really liked him. Um, just you never know. You know, I always brag like last year I got like 70, maybe 80% of a G2 Bruticus for like $20. You know? There's always something. I, last year, actually, I really wish I would have bought it. One guy had a, uh, and he had all of it, it had complete. The, um, I forget the line. I think it's FM Robots or whatever. The One of the knockoff lines from uh, the 80s that did Transformers knockoffs. And uh, they did pretty high quality ones. Sometimes you can't tell the difference between the real thing and, the, and their toy. And then sometimes I'd have ones that'd be a little different, you know. And I think it was them who did it. It's, it was the same company who did, I think, who did the uh, Dinobots, but they remolded parts of them to make them into dragons. I think it was that same company. And they used the uh, Seeker mold and made like a... Spaceship's kind of a hard word to call it, but they ha- it was almost like one of those sci-fi jets you'd see in like a uh, old kaiju movie or something, like fighting against Godzilla or Ghidra or something. It was like one of those jets they kind of made from it. I can't remember what the guy wanted, but I really wish I would have bought it. I should have bought it. It was really cool. One year, uh, a guy had like knockoff Kabaya G.I. Joe vehicles. I think they were Kabaya. It could have been another company. Same idea. There was a... Actually, it wasn't Kabaya. I think they were Brazilian. And there were little models of the vehicles from G.I. Joe or Real American Hero. And these are actually knockoffs of the models. Like the, these were models that were released around the time, you know, those vehicles are in stores and the cartoon was on air. And I think, yeah, I think it was Brazilian. They're like Brazilian knockoffs of them. And they were solid colors and like translucent plastic. That's another one I wish I really had bought because he wanted like $15 for a kit. And I was like, ah, that's a lot of money because, you know, they're, they're small. And I was like, that's kind of a lot of money for a knockoff model kid but looking back i'm like i really wish i would have got one <laughs> like a a hiss tank in translucent orange plastic would just be wonderful i just love that show so much i know i sound excited right now but once again i'm fresh off of working all night i didn't have an adventure in the ice getting home though the um uh last week when the whole ice storm happened uh, my boss had gotten a bunch of uh, bags of salt from the hardware store for us on uh, at the night to pour on the driveway and down the road so we could drive out in case there was ice. And when all the shop guys left, you know, they iced it, they salted it all down. I thought it was cool. And I came out thinking, hey, wait, it's still raining. After they had left, I had done been there a few more hours. And sure enough, it done rained and froze over the salt they put down. And I grabbed one of those bags and like, made a path around my car so I could scrape the windows and then made myself a path down 
the driveway from my part of the building I park at and down down the little road so I could get on the road and it was being salted and scraped, you know. And that pathway I made is still there. And it's like seventy something degrees right now. <laughs> it's it's Georgia, so some every once in a while you have a heat spell and I hate calling it a heat spell because that's like spring weather here. But we have like warm spells in winter where all of a sudden it's like 70 degrees. You know, they'll just have these little spurts of spring weather in the middle of winter. And we're going through it right now, which is hilarious because last weekend we had an ice storm. Georgia's crazy and it's making me sick. I think you guys can probably hear my, my I'm not my normal, normal allergy problems. I'm always sniffling, but I'm actually a little sick. But hey, guys, um, instead of hearing me ramble on and on and on, how about I go to the Q&A section of the show, which everyone knows the Q&A uh, portion of the show is fed from a thread and Talk Transformers, the best place to talk Transformers online. Uh, it's a group on Facebook. Everyone who joins it loves it. Everyone raves about it because they, they know it's true. It's the best place you can talk online. And I'm not just saying that because I'm attached to it. I'm saying it because I mean it, you know. So if you're not a member, go join. Go request a membership. It might take you a couple of hours, maybe a day to get in because we have to screen people now. We're getting so many membership requests that we're accidentally letting those spam bots, whatever, slip through. So we're kind of making sure we don't let any of those through and have to clean up their mess after we've let one in. But yeah, just put your request in. You'll be in soon enough and you'll be loving it. But every so often, I'll put a thread up in Talk Transformers asking for portion for the, the portion for the <laughs> content for this portion of the show. Uh, you know, questions, talking points, general comments, and people will fill me up, and I fill up a queue that I keep here on my phone on a notepad, so I can do one once a week. Sometimes more than that if I just don't have anything to talk about, which is weird because I can kind of ramble on about nothing forever. I don't think that's a gift. It's, it's probably a useless talent. Um, but yeah. And you know, if you don't see the thread, it's time is done past, and I'm got plenty of questions. You know, it's just kind of message me one there, and I'll add it to the queue. This week, our question comes from Deuterama Eric Crowbar. Eric has two questions. First, Eric asks. What's your middle name? Douglas. My middle name is Douglas. Actually, funny story. See, my name, as Rob would tell you, is Robert. And my middle name is Douglas. And you know, my last name is Springer. I think everyone knows my last name is Springer. It's just a coincidence. There's a Transformer named Springer. I, it, it worked out that way somehow. Um, My father, his name was Roger Lee Springer. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. My older brother's name is Christopher Michael. Okay, so you guys hear what it is? Okay. So my dad wanted me to have the same initials as he do. Did. As he do. Yeah. And my mom wanted my name to be Robert. Because she had a thing going on with my brother being Christopher and I was going to be Robin. Like Winnie the Pooh. And also, they could call me Robbie. Because they really liked my three sons. 
So yeah, everyone in my family calls me Robbie. Uh, at some point I grew out of it and everyone just started calling me Rob, which is funny because I never liked Robbie. I, I go by Robert most of the time and Rob with, you know, my friends, you know. Well, the whole Douglas part. My mad, mad, jeez. My dad's middle name is Lee. He didn't want me to have the same name. He didn't want me to be Junior. He just wanted me to have the same initials as him. So he wanted my middle name to be Lamar. He wanted me to be Robert Lamar Springer. That way I could have the same initials as he did. And my mom wasn't going for Lamar. So instead they uh, named me after her brother, my uncle, whose name is Douglas. So that's where my middle name is Douglas. Which, you know, my middle name being named after my uncle, who's, you know, he died in 2000. Is a nice, I guess, touching tribute to him. Um, but I found out that that was going to be named Lamar at some point when I was like, I think 18, 19, when I found out. My parents didn't really tell me a lot of it. And people always hear these stories about how their parents met and all that. My parents never really did that. Like, I think I was a little older when I heard my parents talking about their wedding day, but, and I only kind of got casual mention, like, they worked at the same gas station, you know, stuff like that. Like, they never really went into all that detail with me. So it was older in life that I found out my middle name was almost Lamar. Old enough to be like, why the crap is my name not Lamar? I would go by Lamar. I could be Lamar. That would have been my name, Lamar. See, when you, when you had the same name as like a large portion of the country, <laughs> you kind of like, could y'all have picked something a little... so. I can't tell you how many times, when you have the same name, and I know there's listeners out there who have the same name as someone else, and I think you all know what it's like when you're in school, and your class has another kid with the same name. <laughs> for for us, it was always, your the first initial of your last name got said with it, so it was always Robbie S. <sighs> and it got to a point where I'd be on the playground, and kids go, oh, hey, Robbie S. And I'd be like, I hate you. And then, you know, we got older and everyone became Roberts. So I was Robert S. Sucks having a common name. <laughs> God knows I'm the only Rob, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not even the only only Robert Springer. There's like other Robert Springers. I Googled it once. It's like a doctor. There's a lot of people who've done more interesting things than me with the same name. But yeah, yeah, Eric, my middle name's Douglas. But to get to your meteor question, the one you asked after that. If you could live on Cybertron, which Transformer would you live with? Swerve, since he owns a bar. Alpha Trion, since he runs the library. Megatron, because he fights in the pits. I choose Ultra Magnus, since he's city commander and I could run around Metroplex. Well, Eric, that's a fun enough question. And, yeah, I never thought about it. I know a lot of my questions... Are, I answer with that because I guess I just don't think of some of these things. My my when I think about Transformers, my mind goes in different places. I guess, um, I don't know. Maybe Beachcomber because he looks like he can really chill out and just hang out. You know, you know, he, he just kind of hey man, why are we doing that? I just want to sit here. I I could see me and Beachcomber like going to Dairy Queen together and getting. They used to call them Mr. Misty's, but now they're Arctic Rush. You know, they're the Dairy Queen Slush Cup. 
I like the lime ones a whole lot. Grape too. Grape's really good. I can see me hanging out with Beachcomber a lot because, you know, I'm not scared to going on an adventure or, you know, I'll throw, I know you can tell by my calm voice, but I'll throw down if need be. But I'm just kind of like to be chill most of the time. I don't like people harshing my chill and, yeah. Beachcomber, I think he's the same way. Like, he's just, Happens to be in the middle of a war. Like, oh, I don't. Crap. You know, if Beachcomber had his way, he'd probably be working in like a bead shop or something. I wonder if that's an exciting job. I mean, you want a relaxed job and all that, but working in a bead shop, I mean, you're like, what do you do to pass the time when there's no customers? Do you just kind of uh, make sure none of the beads are mixed up? Crap, someone put a red one in the blue section. Yeah, what if there's any any listeners that work in a bead shop? Let me know how that goes. I, I'm generally kind of curious now because I remember um in high school, I have a uh, uncle and aunt and family live in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, which is a beach town, and um often we'd go visit them. And I remember in spring break one year, I never really did anything spring break, but one year I did. We went to go visit my uncle and we went to the little beach shops and they had all these little hippy dippy stores and I had a uh, a bead shop and I, I thought that bead shop was pretty rad actually I'd like I've got a uh, I remember I, I made one that was like it was a centerpiece uh, bead it was like a crescent moon made of a you know, I work in stone. I'm trying to think of the actual material it was. It was like a polished stone of some sort. It wasn't... It might have been granite. It wasn't marble or anything. Um, And it had like a, a face carved in it. Kind of like Mac Tonight from McDonald's, but without the sunglasses. And I totally like... Had like black and chrome and white beads surrounding them. I made a pretty rad bead necklace at that shop. I made a Mac Tonight necklace, but they, they didn't have sunglasses to glue on them. I wonder what kind of bead necklace Windcharger would make. He'd come in there to see Beachcomber, and Beachcomber's just like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know, man. How's the bead shop going on? He's like, well, we've got five Patreons, and we're on bankruptcy. Apparently, people discovered there's a Michaels in town. They could just buy the stuff and make it at home. Didn't see that coming when I opened this place. And when Charger's like, I have magnetic powers. He's like, oh, did you come in here and tell me you had magnetic powers? And when Charger's like, that's literally all I do. I'm going to go now and he'll leave. And Beachcomber starts wondering if he could maybe sell brownies or cookies or something to kind of keep the shop open until uh, next run on beads happens and everyone wants bead necklaces. Then Windbreaker stops by to say hi, but he doesn't stay very long and you know, you can't everyone always tells you you can't judge a book by its cover. And when everyone tells you that, they're just full of crap because first off, the picture on the cover of the book is to entice you into reading the book. And it'll have like little quotes from people saying, this is a great book. And then on the back cover of the book, is a synopsis of the book. 
so you can tell if you want to read it or not. So you absolutely can judge a book by its cover. But you can't always judge people by the way they look, you know. But you kind of know what you're going to get when Windbreaker comes in there. Can you tell me anything Windbreaker's done other other than maybe been in the background of a issue of G2 or Regen 1 or something? Maybe an IDW co copy. There he was in the background. You know, they in the old days where last names came from was generally what you did. You know, a smith was a, a smith, you know, like an ironsmith or whatever. And a, a windbreaker breaks wind. A lot. And Beachcomber was glad to see his friend, and even gladder when he left. Because, whoa, what did he eat? And he's got to light even more incense now in the beach shop to make it smell like... I was about to say patchouli, or patchouli, however you say it. But, and I went through a phase when I was in a high school and college where I burnt incense all the time. Like, I always had some sort of incense going, you know. Because I just generally liked it. I still do like incense quite a bit. I just... We got those things you plug in the wall with the oil. You know, you don't have to light them on fire and walk away. We got those. Kind of... I don't need incense anymore. But yeah, I just loved incense a lot. So I speak from experience. They all smell exactly the same. There might be a slight... Maybe not exactly the same. There's like a slight difference in the smell. But they pretty much smell the same. In fact, you can walk somewhere and go, Oh, someone someone's burning incense. <laughs> I said smoking because, well, half the time someone's smoking in there. Trying to cover it up with patchouli or flour. <laughs> velvet, velvet lotus. <laughs> they always got the names. They're like, this is velvet lotus. This is Purple Haze. And you can really tell exactly what they're kind of trying to cover up when, when the incense smells are like Moonbeam Sun. Because they're like, oh man, that smells far out. No one will know I was smoking out in here except for the 50 empty Dorito bags. And you ever look at the back of a dollar? And it's about that point where Beachcomber looks at all of his incense where he's trying to drown out where Beachcomber came in. Starts to think, you know, maybe if I burn this place down, I can get some insurance money. Because, you know, his grassroots optimism, his uh, independent business thought and all that, it's kind of ran out because he's just like, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent next month. I can just use one of these incense and burn this down. So I'm hanging out with Windchar I went to hang out with Windcharger at the uh taco place that used to be one of those Kodak drive up uh developer places, but it was like out of business and sitting in the parking lot for ten years before someone opened a taco shop up in it. I don't know if they pay rent or they just went into the empty thing and set up business and no one thought to kick them out. And Windcharger and I are there talking about Beachcomber's uh, bead shop that I was hanging out with him earlier. And all of a sudden, everything smells like velvet lotus. And we're like, did I walk into a, a, a air quotes independent music store? You know it's independent because everyone's wearing a shirt that says independent. 
Yeah. And my and my suddenly I smell incense everywhere. And then you look over, hey, the beach shop's on fire. And Beachcomber runs out and sees us and then suddenly starts acting like, oh no, it caught fire. I don't know what's happening. And we'll, we'll run over there and Top Spin and Twin Twist show up. And, uh, and we kind of actually forget about the fire for a minute. And we're like, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we don't know either. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you guys did something in Last Stand in the Wreckers. And they're like, yeah, but that, that, that was just that. And this is, Twin Twist is like a, a medical supplies courier, actually. And Top Spin works at a call center. We're off work, just came by to get some tacos. And Beachcomber's like, and some beads? And they're like, no. Is that patchouli? And he goes, no, it's sandalwood. And he goes, yeah, it all smells the same. And Oh, it's on fire. My bead shop, oh no. And everyone's... See, Beachcomber opened up his bead shop in a strip mall. And people are more worried about the family dollar at the end of the strip mall catching fire than his bead shop. Like, oh man, hope it doesn't get the advanced auto parts. What if I need an ice scraper at four in the morning and they're the only ones open? And then someone leaves me a comment telling me that advanced auto parts isn't open at four and I ignore it. So, Eric, I guess I'm hanging out at the taco shop in the strip mall. Where Beachcomber just burnt down his pearl, his bead shop. Thanks for your question. That was a really good one. Um, hey everyone, this is being awesome. The podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. You know that. And uh, you can find being awesome at tfradio.net. And while you're there, check out all our other other shows and showtimes. And also check out those Amazon links we have there. You know, next time you need to buy something from Amazon, if you could just go through those links, it'd be awesome. You know, it, it's nothing nothing really for you to do. Just go through those links. And no matter what you buy, uh, you won't pay anything on top of anything extra on top of what you're already spending for, you know, your item and shipping. And Amazon will kick us back a little something. And that helps us cover our operating costs. And we really really appreciate you guys doing that for us. And if you guys can't do that, you know, it's January. Everyone's everyone's feeling that little, that little crunch from the holidays and tax time or whatever. Well, maybe you could tell somebody. And that'd be cool, too. We'd appreciate that. You know how I said I was Rob a minute ago? You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram. At, you know, the little swirlier. Robo Rob Springer. And you can also check out my site, my blog, zonebase.org. That's zonebase, like zonebase.org, like org. O-R-G. Someone's going to misspell it. I'd misspell it. But that's my blog. I actually just posted uh, about the uh, new, new mega block. Mega Blocks Power Rangers uh, blind bag series. I'm really enjoying those. And they're really fun. I'm going to get all of them, at least all the ones in the blind bags. I already got the first, all of the series one. And uh, as much as I'm loving them, I still like my Imaginex Power Rangers better. And they've got some new ones of those guys coming out. Some uh, alien invasion sets where it's 
some of the rangers with the uh, shields on, like the Green Ranger wears, coming with a monster. And there, there's these one figures they make of them with a little toy there, Zord, that you can slide over the figure and make armor. I've got the red and black one, but there's a blue and green one that I've never been able to find. I hope it starts popping up as part of these assortments. There's some new play sets, too. Imagine X Power Rangers is a really fun toy line to buy. After we move this summer, I'm going to uh, go whole hog and buy everything. Right now, I've got all the figures and, like, the Tiger Zord. And, like, those two slip-on Zord, you know, armor guys. But I'm going to buy all the rest of the Zords and the play sets and make myself, like, a little Imaginex Angel Grove, I think. That would be so awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, that's on Zombies. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. And I'll totally be back next weekend. Or next week. Whenever you listen, really. Um, Sega! This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Don't be a man, I'm free, I'm a man. Stay your new power, you can't be hero. Hold